Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, 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 You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, if, 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 if I had time enough to tell the whole trip, the whole journey, then y'all would be sitting up in there going, okay, Steve, are we going to play the show this week? But, man, it's been a, a, a lot of amazing things has, has uh, happened to me over the years. Um, and, and not all of them good. It's been some amazingly bad things that have happened too. But I just come on in the morning as a reminder to everybody 
of 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 the actual goodness of God that you know man that these mistakes that you're making that these setbacks that you keep having that these falls that keep occurring in your life that they all are leading you somewhere if you just don't ever give up that's the key you can never ever give up because you don't know how the trip has been laid out for you you know, if somebody had told me years ago when I had the dream of being on TV and then I thought about being a, one, of, uh, one of the best comedians I could be, you know, when, when, I, when I started, if somebody had told me everything that was going to have to happen in order for me to get there, I would have changed it. I would have. I would have said, okay, well, I ain't going to be that. How about this? See, and and no one can know all of the events of their life ahead of time. You know, it'd be so nice, wouldn't it? You know, to prepare for it, see it coming, be aware of the haters, always knowing when the backstabbing moment is coming in your life, always knowing when you're going to get blindsided by the enemy. It would be really great to know that, wouldn't it? Well, that's not how it works. So, since no one knows exactly the challenges and the pitfalls and the detours that's going to beset them. It's, it's, it's imperative that you just don't give up because see, knowing these things, we as human beings by nature would choose another route, but it ain't the route God got for you though. See the route God got for you. If you, if you trying to do the right thing, if you're doing the best you can, if you ain't out here just intentionally just messing over folks, if you use in faith, and that's the belief in things that you cannot see, if you have something on the inside of you to keep saying there's got to be more to life than that, then that's, that's you. You, my friend, have a great chance here. And if you've ever had that feeling and gave up on it, just get it back. Just ask for it back. Just say, hey, man, I'm getting back to the way I used to be because there's a change that's available in your life, but you got to take it. You got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to get it right, but you got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to turn this whole thing around with God's help, but you got to take a shot at it. You see this decision is yours. The decision to lay down and give up, that's yours. It ain't it just got too hard for me, life too much. Man, life hard and too much for everybody. What I got to get you to see, my father used to always tell me, he said, son, best lessons in life, the one you'll value and learn the most is a bought lesson. I didn't quite understand that being young, but I sure got it now. Ain't no lesson like a bought lesson, the one you pay for. Those are the ones that hold to you, that stick to you, that, that, that start turning you into who you're going to be. Those are the character builders. See, um, you got to be forged to get to where you want to go in life. See, that's what the challenges and missteps is for. That's what the failing is about. Now, I know you don't like it. I didn't. I know you're not comfortable with it. I wouldn't. I know you wish it was over sooner than later. I always do. I always want it to be over sooner than later because the later, man, it just seems like it's so much I got to go through. But let me tell you something, man. If you can 
if you can forge your way through it and understand that you are forged in life. I don't know. I was on TBN one time when I was doing one of my motivational uh, speeches, and I began to wonder about this experience I had at Ford Motor Company. And um, my last job after the auto industry started going down, my last job was in the foundry. And my job was to stand at the end almost where the uh, engines first come out of the furnace. See, the engines are poured into a mold, it's hot, melted down metal, whatever they call it, lava, whatever. They pour it into a mold, and it goes into this furnace that's extremely hot. And my job was, after the heat was applied to the engine block, it would come through, and it, it would go through a hardening stage. But the way it was hardening, they would cool it suddenly. They would flush it with water. It would just blast water on it. But the fire and the high temperature is what made the engine block solidify. It's because it's got to get real hot, get melted down first. Then it's got to get poured into a mold. Then it's got to be pressure hit with water and all of this. And then it, and it's real hot now. It's still hot, even though there's water been shot up. But when it comes out the end of the side, there's a lot of flashing in it. The flashing is metal from that to drip through the cast uh, molding on it, just like flecks of extra pieces of metal. My job was to hit this engine block in the front with this huge, heavy rubber mallet, knock all the flashing off the front, and when it came around back, to bam, hit it real hard again on the backside. And that became the core of what the car is. A car without a great engine is nothing. It's just a pretty looking vehicle over there. But if it can't do what it was made to do because the engine block then cracked. So you can have a car look real good, but if it freezes, the engine block crack, you your car, you could it's it's over, man. You gotta get a new block. The block is the core. But in order for you for the car to do what it's got to do, it's got to have a strong engine in it. In order for the engine to be strong, it's got to be forged in steel, come through fire, get poured in a mold, cooled off, heated, knocked around, beat on the front end, beat on the back end in order for it to be what it's going to be. The moral of the story, folks, is you got to get forged in fire to be what you're going to be. You got to get beat up. You got to get pressure washed. You got to have heat on you. You got to get melted down. You got to get poured into a mold. That's how you become who you are. So the tough things that you're going through, the difficult challenges and the setbacks. I know a brother who went to prison, man, and and the whole reason he ended up going to prison because he was looking out the window, looking out in the yard at him working out. And then the next thing you know, man, this brother decided that he was going to go out there and work out. Well, guess what? He's one of the top trainers in country today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. 
They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, undivided attention is all that's required here. Nothing more. Uh, It's not necessary to have good sense. Uh, It's not necessary to have common sense. Uh, Degrees are not uh, needed. Um, Anything of any value. You just don't need it. Just just need you listening. Because this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We need you to be open-minded and receptive to the foolishness that's about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Ain't no other one better than this here. Let's get this thing started. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Kick it on over to Carla for real. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. Bring it on in to the impressionable Keir Jr. Spates. Morning, Uncle. I'm here. And the king of foolishness, ladies and gentlemen, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm talking about for no reason. I love it. For no reason. That's how you started. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Let's kick this morning off. Yeah. Yeah, we're cracking, here. baby. Everything good? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Steve. Come on. Yeah. yeah. How about with you? How you feeling? I feel pretty good, man. I feel pretty good. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just like really, really fine, you know. Don't black out on me now. <laughs> no, I was just trying to think of how to describe it. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Let me ask you something, man. Yeah. How, how often you count your money, though? Like once a week, once every two weeks? No, do you go look that. at it and, and look at your zero? Did you hear how what you he said, Tommy? I, I don't ever do that. You don't never go look at it? Uh, like when you first, okay, okay, but when you first got it, did you go look at it? Make where sure it where is it that it'll be where you can go <laughs> see it? A viewing. At least online, you know, you go pull up your bank account, like, ah, there it is. Oh, I thought you meant like look at the actual money. Yeah, so, the no, dollars. No. Just put no. it up. Just say, okay, then. No. no I, I look at my bank accounts, you know. Well, uh, t- do you ever call down and say, I want all my money out of this bank right now, and then say, I'm just playing? Well, if you do, if you threaten me, I've done that before. If you threaten you me. Oh, yeah. If you talk to me crazy, yeah, yeah, I'll throw you into something. Oh. Yeah. I want it. I oh, want you go cash. get your, how many Brinks trucks is that? I ain't going to take all that. <laughs> I ain't never really had to do it except once. I ain't had that much, but I had enough down there to be effective. So, bank talked to me crazy one time. Uh-huh. And I just said, all right, no problem. Just let me have my money. Oh, you're going to have to talk to a manager. That's fine. Let me talk to him. 
Said I'd be down tomorrow at 2.30. Need it all in cash. There's about six people in my house that evening. <laughs> Trying to get this together. <laughs> no, who said something to him? We're going to straighten this out right now. <laughs> I, I love banker boys. I know. Come on, banker boys. Come on. <laughs> who the hell is the former employee here who made this mistake? I said it correctly. The former employee here, because you're done. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, yeah, coming up at uh, 32 after the hour, more of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, today we're going to start off the show on a lighter note. Um, you know, people still need your relationship advice. Okay. We're still quarantined together. Okay, yeah. but let me say this now. What? Since today I'm going to act a fool, uh-huh. I don't I don't know if I can recommend the advice I'm giving today. Ready, set, go. <laughs> okay. Don't even recommend this, it. This one's Dog. from Felisa in Gary, Indiana. She says, I'm 27 years old and I'm falling in love with a 46-year-old man. We started hanging out a month ago and we're taking it slow. Uh, my 27th birthday was Friday and we met for dinner. He said he knows a man should never ask a woman her age, but since it was my birthday, birthday. He was curious. I told him I was 27. This man flipped out and said he's glad we didn't have sex because he has a daughter that's almost my age. He thought I was at least 35 because of the way I carried myself. I'm so hurt because I never had a problem with him being older. What does my age matter? Why does my age matter? He don't, you don't have a problem with him being older. He got the problem with you being younger. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just talk about a couple things. You know, you said, he said he thought you were 35. How you dressing? <laughs> what you got on? Oh, no. Got this man thinking you 35. How is your hairstyle? Which is still young. <laughs> Do you have bangs? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with bangs. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with bangs, but do you have a bang and flip? <laughs> Not throwback. Flips are coming back. They're making a comeback. They are. I saw that. Are your heels maximum two-inch heels? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's some things that would make him think you was older. I would, if I were you, I would be a little hurt. The the hurtful thing is a man thinking you much older than you really are. Let me ask one last question. Mm-hmm. Do you drink heavy? <laughs> Got to. <laughs> 35 is not too young. All. Yeah, that's too But young. if you 27 and look 35 <laughs> to the 46-year-old, uh. that's all I'm saying. Next. All right, this is from Beth in Charlotte, North Carolina. She says, uh, I've been dating a man for three years, and I know he loves me, but he doesn't trust me. Last year, he admitted to putting a tracker on my phone and a camera in my house when he suspected I was cheating. I have, a lim- I have limited freedom, and he goes everywhere I go. I love the attention, but sometimes I feel like he's smothering me. My friends say he's only going to get crazier if we stay together. How can I get him to relax and give me some space? Relax. You got a tracker on your car <laughs> and cameras in your phone. Where you going to relax at? Right. <laughs> Where you gonna relax? You taking your clothes off, he watching. <laughs> you in the bathroom, he watching. I see you. You go oh, to man. the store, he watching. It's too much. Dog, oh, it, your friends are right, it's only gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He gonna girl. take you down to the vet, 
and get that little pellet put in you oh. that you put in your dog. You're going to end up with one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to mess around and go outside and going to have Invisifence. <laughs> and what? Uh, yes. An Invisifence. Yes. Well, that's when you walk over there to the neighbor and then that shock hit your ass. Oh! Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, she wants her space. How can she get him to give her space? There ain't no too. space. Mm, mm, mm. You got a tracker and cameras. Yeah. Yeah, next, yeah. next, he gonna buy you one of them police bracelets and put it on your ankle. <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's only uh, your friends are right. I'm it's so going that's... to get worse. You yeah. can't get him to relax. He's what's called insecure. Right, yes. and controlling. We had one of them on this show. <laughs> he did a whole movie about it, right? Right. Tommy is insecure. <laughs> the story of his life. That was that. Movie. Ta-da. <laughs> But he doesn't uh, go, th- even Tommy doesn't go this far. He no, he don't go that far uh-uh. at all. Yeah, uh-uh. she needs to get out. Don't don't make any uh, serious future plans with this guy. You're right, Steve. Uh, this one's from Michelle. She's an iHeart Radio app listener. Hey, Michelle. She says, I'm a 45-year-old woman, and I've been married to a man-child for six years. The quarantine has brought out, brought out a side of him that I can't stand. If things don't go his way, he pouts for days. If he wants to have sex and I'm not in the mood, he withholds sex from me for days. If I cook and it's not what he wants, he leaves and picks up food. We always have to watch the shows he picks. And I've been asking him to clean up behind himself and he always tells me if I come help him cut the grass, he'll help me clean up the house. How can I get him to grow up? Really? Divorce. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Leave wow. him. Wow! <laughs> it's over. He's not gonna change, you don't think? Why would he? What? Married to him for six years, yeah. Well, wow. you know, you want six more years of this? Well, she's thinking it's the quarantine, Steve. That's brought out this side of him. Well, you know, quarantine can't bring out nothing that ain't there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, you don't okay. develop nothing in quarantine. <laughs> Now, you just in there with yourself. You have been allowed to see more of who he really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Quarantine ain't bought out nothing. It's just you got to sit there and see it up close now. He ain't at work. But after six years? She's just he been that way. You just couldn't see it because yeah. y'all was busy. Mm-hmm. It's quarantine peeled back the curtain, baby. Yeah, it did. It's a, a lot, lot of, of naked bananas walking around now. No skin on it. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Praise him. Why do they always have to watch the shows he wants to watch? They only have one TV? I mean, you know, I mean, even if they did, what I'm saying is that's selfish, right? That's crazy. Yeah, well, they I mean, probably want to watch TV with her man. Together. He, together. Yeah. And okay. What, what's, listen, divorce has is for a reason. <laughs> is that? <laughs> that's why they got it. It's It's when you get it moments like this and you realize you're married to a man child and you just want the man. Uh He pouting because he don't have sex. Then he withholds sex from you. Who playing this game at the house? That is so childish. All right. All right. We got to get out of here. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the nephew to step in and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? All right, let's go. Uh, don't leave this house again. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to speak to uh, Angel, please. 
this? Angel, how you doing? My name is Randall. I live in the in the apartment building that you live in. How you doing today? I'm I'm doing okay. Is something wrong? Well, we got a little bit of a problem. Uh, I know it's a lot going on right now, you know, with the with the virus and all, but uh, it's been brought to my attention. I, I talked to the doorman, and he was telling me, I, I've, you're the only person I've really seen going in and out of the building. W- where exactly do you work, if you don't mind me asking, Miss Angel? I actually do mind you asking. Um, can you tell me why you're concerned about where I work and where I'm going? Okay, so here's the deal. Like, you know, we're all concerned about, you know, this whole virus thing. I'm noticing you going in and out this building every day. Every day you're going in and out, and I noticed that. So I asked the doorman about you, and he said something about that you had to go to work or you, uh, you know, you got one of those jobs that you, you got to be there or something like that. I don't know. but Yes, I, you know, I, I'm an essential worker. But wait, so... T- how, where did you get my number from? I, I asked around to a few of the neighbors that live on your floor, and somebody, I just told them I was concerned. I wanted to talk to you about it. So he, my problem is this. We're trying to keep this whole apartment building safe, but you going in and out of it does not make it safe for us. You know, you you kind of need to stay at home right now until all of this <laughs> is over with. Uh, are you telling me what I need to do? Is that what you I'm telling you what right you now? need to do in, in the safety for the apartment building. That's what I'm saying. You 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 don't need to leave this. You don't need to leave the house no more. Ooh, I am not the one today. Listen, unless you are going to tell me that you are going to pay my rent and my bills and take care of my daughter, you need to mind your damn business. No, I can no. come and go as I damn well please. No, you're not going to keep bringing. See, see, that's what that's my problem. And see, that's the attitude I don't like. See, if you're coming in and out of this building, bringing, we don't know if you're bringing something in here or not. That's the problem I have with this. And that's why I'm calling okay, you right now. Do you now have a problem with, with eating food every day? Because I work in a grocery store. I, do you have a problem with making sure that the shelves are stocked? You work at and the grocery store. I do work at that, the grocery store. So you around all them people and then you coming back to this apartment building? And I'm also around all the food that you probably eat. What's your point? Uh, the point unless is, you're, you work, unless you're hauled up in there eating canned tuna from two years ago, rice and beans, I'm pretty sure your food came from the grocery store. So essential workers like me are crucial to keep those stores open. I, I listen, listen. I, I I understand, but as far as you know, I, I'm 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 part of the team that 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 controls uh, all the people in the building as far as the neighbors are concerned. <laughs> I think I think you you misunderstand who you might think you are to me. You're nobody to me. You're just a neighbor. You don't control anything. You don't control where I go, who I go with, when I go, when I come. You don't control any of that. So I don't know what you think you might control. But uh, I, 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 let me say this: end of the day, you need to keep your ass at home until this is over with. That's it. That's not. You're gonna okay, make well, me I'll say. I'll be waiting for you. I'll be waiting for that check for the rent and for my bills. So when you slide that underneath the door. I'll do as you please. I'm not Until coming then, nowhere near business. your door. I'm not coming right. nowhere exactly. near your Exactly. Look, and let, you let me say this here. If I, if, I, if I see you leave your building again, we're not letting you back in. <laughs> you are, is this, you have lost your mind. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you because we, we See, 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 and see, this is the attitude I don't like. Is somebody not taking I don't care it seriously? What attitude you don't like? 
I pay rent here. I have always paid rent here. And me and my daughter live here and we mind our business. You weren't going to tell me when I go and come and when I'm going to get into my own apartment. Get out of here. What is wrong with you? Listen, I'm going to say this to you. If you're not going to abide by what I'm telling you, then I'm, you, you, I already know it's you and your daughter, Christy, up there. I would have, have both I'm, of y'all move completely. I don't have sorry. you and your you daughter, just... Christy, mo- What? What? <laughs> okay, I don't know who the f*** you think you are talking to, but I know you are not saying my daughter's name. You need to mind your motherfucking business. Me and my child are my business. You and whoever is your business need to stay the f*** over there and leave me and my family alone. I cannot believe you up in here talking about my kid. Are you out of here? You've lost your mind. You must have lost your mind. What unit did you say you lived in? I didn't say what unit I lived in. I didn't say that. Okay, well, go ahead and tell me. Since you got so much to say, since you got such a problem with my motherfucking attitude, okay, well, we can have a conversation face-to-face. How about that? Whatever. While you was at work the other day, I already talked to Chris. While I was at work? Why the Because I see you when you leave, but I talk. I talked to I talked to your daughter Christy when you left the other day. <laughs> okay, all right. So this is clearly a problem. You got me f-ed up because you need to mind your business, and I don't ever want to hear anything about you saying anything near my daughter. You clearly have it. Okay, you but your me? daughter, your daughter Christy, is the one that told me to call you. I, I'm sorry. What? Your daughter, Christy, told me to call you. Matter of fact, she told me to prank call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Angel, you just got pranked by your daughter, Christy, girl. (laughs) Uh, Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Ooh, y'all got my blood pressure all up and shit. It's it's a joke, Angel. It's a joke, baby. Your, Your daughter, Christy, got me to prank you, baby. Mm-mm. Okay, y'all ain't right for this. I'm going to get her. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, this is not the time for this bullshit. I'm like, oh, what's up, Tommy? These people are on edge right now. This is not the time for these games. I'm trying oh. to loosen. I'm trying to loosen up the edge, Miss Angel. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to loosen up the Oh, my up goodness. Tell Ooh, me this, yeah, yeah. 2020, baby, 2020, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey, the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Nick. Come on. Coming up. Come on, come on, come on, come on, coming come on. Up. More of the Steve Harvey morning show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, 
every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, so here's a question, guys. Should we really ever blame the other woman or the other man? Now, every time we hear that someone uh, was left, they were cheated on with another man or woman, folks, always, we always blame the person. uh, We always blame that person first. Then they blame the significant other, the spouse. We always blame the woman first. I mean, and that's down down through history. So, So the question is, who really should get the blame? I think there's enough blame to go around, quite frankly. Everybody that's involved. Yeah, but, you know, this is crazy. But normally, the woman is always the blame. I mean, when you think about it down through history, people mostly blame the woman. You think so? Yeah, yeah. So So then the question is, like, okay, so if you're in a relationship and you leave that relationship to get with someone else, whose fault is it? Is it the new person's fault? You know, the woman's fault, or is it the man's fault for leaving and, and hurting his significant other? You mean, Do but you know he, what I mean? But he had to have had, uh, you're saying, a relationship with this other person before he left his significant other, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so he was cheating. To blame? Yeah. Yeah. The or person who that cheated. Well, you know, look, whoever is in the supposed committed relationship mm-hmm. yeah. is to blame for breaking the commitment. Mm-hmm. There you That's go. A, you know, look, there you're not, you're not, look, you can't blame the other person. The other person ain't promised you nothing. Mm-hmm. The, the, other, the other person didn't take no vows. The other person didn't promise you nothing. Your directed anger should be at the person who broke the commitment mm-hmm. to you, who okay. broke your trust. That's your problem. Now, you can feel, now, if you see her, you're going to have a problem with her. Because she knew that you were in a relationship, why didn't she leave you alone? That That's the other argument. You know what I'm saying? That's the argument on the other side. Well, she knew we were in a relationship. Why was she in it if she already knew he had a girl or vice versa? Why did he pursue it is the bigger yeah. question. Yeah. But it, because, see, if it, it wasn't be. her, mm-hmm. it would have been somebody else. Right. Because right, if he's maybe. in the pursue other women business... It, it doesn't matter that it's her. Mm-hmm. If it's not her, it's going to be somebody else. He's pursuing. Right. Yeah, because he in the pursuit game. But the women, so m- most of the time, gets blamed. Get blamed for that. Women do. She knew yeah. we were in a relationship. They, women don't usually blame the men if the men cheat. I mean, after the fact, yeah, but... And and they go so far as to take the man back that is cheated on. I've them. seen it done. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. I've well, seen that. But done. the woman oh, is outcast. Yeah, we, they threw with her. Yeah, they're done. Hmm. So you yeah. said blame the person that with the commitment. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, see. I yeah. do too. That's no, how it that's should the go. That's how it should go. But it doesn't often go that way. You're right, though. Yep. Well, I blame my best friend for breaking out. Huh? Breaking up what? Wait, what? Our relationship I had. He he dated. He ended up messing around with my girlfriend a long, long time ago. But I blamed his ass. I did. Mm. 
Uh, Junior, is, is we Tom? Is we, uh, well, don't don't say that, Tommy. Okay. You know who it is. Okay. Everything gets okay. so personal okay. on this show. I know. I'm trying. To, <laughs> but I, he I, know who it is. See, see, we comedians. I know. That's how we we we. The we, jokes it's, come it's, from yeah, that. It's yeah. therapy. <laughs> it's <laughs> jokes that come from that. So what he, happened? I hate Junior? when he go down this highway. Man, what, 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 what happened, happened, Junior? Yeah. I I come back and then I catch them kissing on the couch like oh dog. Oh. But they looked at me like you gonna put that in the kitchen? No, I'm not gonna put that in the kitchen. I told this boy. What? I told this boy. I, you no. were there, Tommy? What? You were there? No, he look, you know, he looking like we you know, with like, he, like... We were with each other every other two days. Day. You know? Tommy, no. Uh, what? He looking like, oh, you going to put that down right there? No, I just caught you kissing my girl. Yeah. <laughs> put it down. What, what, now, what, you went to the store or something? Yeah. Oh. And you left them alone in the house. Yeah. And you but come... Th- but this your boy. Yeah. But you come back, you open the door, you know, they'll see you. I said, oh, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. Uh, but he looking at me like, oh, what's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> you going to put that in the kitchen? Like, he leaving like, you going to put that in the kitchen? Like, the drinks is going in the kitchen right now. now Junior, if you the, the, if the you Coca-Cola. If you yeah. if you'd have whipped his ass back in like I said, we wouldn't be even talking about it. Everything is in violence. Oh, no. But that's how you get past it. That would have been Yeah, but see, now, if I walk into my house, uh-huh. And my partner kissing my girl on the couch. Yeah. It's finna be some hell up in here. Yeah. It's finna be some real hell up in here. Because, dog, my house, dog, and you think less of me, you don't even have enough respect for me. Uh-huh. You already disrespecting me with my girl, and so is she disrespecting me with you. Mm-hmm. But you gonna come in my house like I ain't nothing? Oh, no, dog. I promise you, me and your ass is at war. But see, and that's normally what happens, Steve. That's normally what happens. What? That's that's normally what happens, what you just said. But earlier you said it's the responsibility of the one who's in the commitment. Yeah, but see, no. Here you see and see. But there are exceptions. Well, it's two different things. Steve's wrong. Steve's wrong. And there's a double standard. No, I get it, but I'm saying. No, it ain't no double standard. This is what. Okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Now, we in this here, mm-hmm. but now if you my dude, yeah, and I know you, see now we got to go into man code. Mm-hmm. Man code is you don't do your boys, girl. There's too many right. women out right. here right. that's right. available. Right. So now you over here in mine. Then you in my house. Yeah, that's what happened to Keir. Same thing. Well, I wasn't at my house. It was at <laughs> it her was house. house. Yeah, yeah, well. Oh. I was a comedian. You know, I but just no. thought I had no really. I was with her just for shelter. But it was your friend, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even understand. Yeah. Uh, we had to stay at places for shelter. Yeah, yeah that's, this is true now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where so, you Where you I at told this the week? girl I love her four places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was homeless, man, I probably told about six girls I was in love. And they believed you and let you stay there. And I was in love with them because I had they let me stay there for Uh the weekend. I love you. That was nice. Oh, they come home while I be cooking everything. You be doing everything. Hell yeah. And just, no, just, just, just know that Junior, we can still whoop his ass. He's still around. Oh, will you stop? All right, all right, oh, listen. Still in Houston. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now, guys, it's time for something funny. So, Steve, Jay, Tommy, Jr., uh, you're here. Explain this, Jay. It's called this is Awkward Situations. Awkward Situations. We've all been in awkward situations. Oh, I'll yeah. set it up. I want the fellas to add to it. Here's one. Here's the first one. You with your boy. You and your boy riding. You decide to go pick up your girl. Mm-hmm. Now, he won't get in the back seat. He sits his ass in the middle. Awkward. Been there? 
He in the middle of me and my girl? <laughs> Yeah. Is no. that what you just said? You just yeah. want clarity. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, we got to get his butt out the car, dog. He can't roll with us, man. You pull up, he scoot over. Yeah. <laughs> I know you ain't up under me, dog. You up under me? Why is your hands in your lap? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-uh. Awkward. Here's another awkward situation. You and your girl upstairs getting busy. Uh, just making noise. Yeah. You come downstairs, you thought her parents were gone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, awkward. That's crazy. That's awkward, awkward. Oh, Pop, you still here? <laughs> the in-laws? Your mama here? <laughs> but they looking upside your head. <laughs> yeah, they don't look right up there. What you doing to our baby? <laughs> what, what you doing to my baby? What you doing to my baby? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, here we Ooh, go. Her here daddy go. don't never sound like I'm sorry, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> How come you don't sound like that? Like you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, what you got? You got one? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, if you see somebody like that, when you come downstairs, you see her mother there, what can you really say? <laughs> oh, Mrs. Smith, Lord. <laughs> Why? Okay. Y'all thought y'all was leaving. How long y'all been here? <laughs> <laughs> can I get Tom, you got one? <laughs> oh, man. All right, I got another one. Here you go. You said something about somebody. You just talking major trash, and you thought the phone was off on mute. <laughs> oh, and they heard man. every damn thing. Oh, oh I didn't miss that mute button before. Yeah, I, I didn't that. done that. I, yeah, yeah, I have done that. Yeah. I have forgotten to hang up. Oh, God, God, dog. Especially man. on the smartphone. Well, I got, a, I got an awkward situation. Okay, what? You ever lost? Somebody ever come up to you really upset and start crying? Mm-hmm. But they crying, but they got bad breath. Oh. Oh. And now you crying. And you trying to <laughs> listen to them because you know something wrong. <laughs> but that breath is pushing you back. <laughs> hey. And you got to keep asking them what they said because they crying and you trying to get far away. Oh, what? Uh, their mouth is open. Mm, yeah. You're not them Oh, yeah, the matrix. Uh-uh. Wait, <laughs> wait, what, Steve? What is it? Ha ha. Hey, hey. Hey, what's wrong? Man, your breath can't be like that, and you cry with your mouth open. Ha ha ha. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, go ahead. Well, yes. now. <laughs> What you about to hear <laughs> mm-hmm. is pure comedic genius. Uh. <laughs> but I must lay a disclaimer. This is going to be a little edgy. <laughs> it's it's going to ruffle a couple of feathers. So I'm just letting you know this. This is J. Anthony Brown. He asked me, could he do it? Uh huh. And I kind of got an idea. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh huh. But I'm in support of comedy. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying we're doing this with a disclaimer. Okay. That mm. no one can call us and say nothing about it. I don't know exactly what he gonna do. Uh oh. But it could ruffle some feathers, ladies and gentlemen. J. Anthony Brown. All right, what I'm what I'm about to do right now is uh-huh. every year a lot of people 
good people, you know, meaning good, have Kwanzaa parties. Now, okay, let's stop ever, right there. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot of people. But you can go ahead. You must be trying to build this joke up a little bit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build it up. It's not a lot of Kwanzaa parties. How about this, Steve? People have a Kwanzaa party and don't a lot of people come and they wonder why people don't come. Uh-huh. What I have is suggestions to get more people to your Kwanzaa party. Okay. Number one. Offer mm-hmm. a free dashiki to anybody who will show up. <laughs> One size fit all. As soon as you Uh-oh, get there, right here. bam. Right here. You learn it. Everybody that shows up to yes. your Kwanzaa party, you get a free bean pie. If you don't like beans, oh, give you sweet potato. If, okay, everybody don't like beans. Oh, I like bean pie. Oh my God. I love beans. Okay, now this one is really good. This is really, really good. If you have a Kwanzaa party, Steve, you can demonstrate what I mean by this. Do not have more than two philosophizing brothers or sisters at your party. No more than two? You don't want more than two in there. You don't want two. You know, brothers, let me say this about this time, this period that we partake of in this equestrious moment of history defiling uh, the gratuitousness and the barbarousness of what these holidays are. Two. Two. That's why we celebrate Kwanzaa. But I dare say, though, brother, <laughs> you don't, you don't want that we, we have capitulate this situation <laughs> knowing that it is phargorically not a capability of scientific split. Let, let me interject some sensibility into this conversation, okay? Because you don't want a whole bunch of them at your party, okay? It, it tears okay. up the mood. Number five, ease uh-huh. up. This is very important. Ease up. You know what ease up mean, right? Ease up on the incense and sage, okay? Or Because the back of my nose is burning. Yeah. How, my, how my shoes smell like sage. I got a headache. Nauseous. This is too much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you two my, more. My greens oh my taste God. like saint. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. You want, Number seven. You want to play something other than the Lion King and, this is very important, the African drummers don't have to play all night long. Okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't, Shirley, they don't. And last but not least, uh-huh. last but not least, don't tell nobody it's a Kwanzaa party. Just tell them to come <laughs> over, okay? <laughs> but you're going to have to tell them something. You got to have a lot of I'm having a party. Surprise. <laughs> I'm having a party. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, coming up next, today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Right now, the nephew is here, though. Yeah. 
with today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Brand spanking new. This one is called Triple Casket. If three people pass and they can, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, the family might not have enough money for all them cats. Just one cat. <laughs> Triple cat. Three people, one cat. <laughs> No. We finna see how this finna go. <laughs> <laughs> no, this go crazy. The concept. <laughs> this could work. Save some money. Take a listen. Here it is. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, hey, Calvin, how you doing? My name is Brandon, man. Uh, Brandon Giles. I uh, um. Okay. I'm I'm calling. Uh, we've got somebody that uh has passed. Actually, uh, uh, three people well, that have passed lost, away. Sir. Yeah, well, well, you, I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected, uh, right. so you know it, it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about uh, losing our loved ones. But uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We're, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Handle of everything. Services. Yes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, uh, we can definitely help you with that, and. Um, uh, once again, I just want to, you know, just let you know that we can pretty much do the whole game. That we, we can make sure that your needs are taken from, you know, from from now on. Um, we're here for you. Just wanted to get that out. Uh, what is your main need? Uh, you, you said three people, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. To, uh, okay. I wanted to okay. bring uh, attention to you. Do you guys customize uh, caskets? Yes, we okay. do gold plating, uh, engraving. Uh, uh, we, we even uh, have they, a new they, thing where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi-gloss uh, coating. Okay. We have a couple options. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't need that or no gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen what I want to do, is, is there any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um, uh Yes, like we 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 can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin, that ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I say, these my cousins, they was all close. It, you know, I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Ah, uh, I get you. Um, uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as, as far as I've been in this business, I've never. Uh, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, I mean, let me, let me what, what, I mean but what's the problem? If we can get them all in there and close well, the lid. Well, before, you, well you, sir, I mean, I think that's a I, – I, I don't even think, for one, it's legal in this state or any state, uh, three people in one casket. Um, and ethics-wise, I, 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 uh, that's not really something that uh, – how can I say? That we actually, you know – but if you customizing a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able to get three people in there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people uh, even put TV screens on the inside or some of their 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 loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color-wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy-set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes, but it, okay. So, again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, I'm, if I'm, you put two one way and one the other way, sir, then you ought to sir. be able to have all three of them in there at one time. 
Um, is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to right now. I'm trying to get. That, I'm trying to accommodate my cousins and get them straight. Yeah. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on one end, one pillow. That's not. That's not something we're we're, we're really. Uh, that ain't something with your is used to doing, Calvin. But I'm calling you, telling that's you true. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother, brother. Just just chill out with cousins. All right. So we're trying sir, to get three people. Sir, what? I, yes. I have a standard plan. It, it'd be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. That's all I can We call. ain't got – we don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that. We got room well, for one like casket. We we just need the big enough, man, that? so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I'm not gonna, I'm not I don't want to go back and forth with you sir. I know this is a time of Then go then, you ain't got to go back and forth with me. Build, build a that I need so I can bury my family. I, I don't really know what to tell you sir, but I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying to Won't help you. Won't you tell me you're going to get three people in the casket looking good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are you 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 using foul language. It, it's just we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, that's, no, that's no, like no, no, that's no, no, hold on. No, my no, cousin no, them sir, said they wanted to use the right to that, No, sir. No, we can't do okay, it. Okay, look, can't help I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all going to bury these three people and you're going to put all three of them in the same so damn casket, me, man. Now two now you're telling me what I, two on, one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody. Right, let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so, Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all going to bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you're going to get your ass whooped. Who are you talking to? That's what's going to happen. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now. Ain't nothing crazy about it. No, 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 no. You I told you I want you to bury my cousins. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh, you talking about doing oh, something to me now? Yeah, because you obviously... Oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't sound you too damn confident. Tonight. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This ain't the place, and I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to you up. How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there to date in. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. Some <laughs> Yo, y'all had me ready to whip somebody. <laughs> I just want to know who put you up to this. Reginald that works Reggie. at the, uh, yes. I'm going to whip Reggie. <laughs> you better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your <laughs> to revenge, Reg. <laughs> Hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all y'all got me. Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. Y'all ain't with me? Boy. Uh-uh. I'm boy. just I'm like two bodies this way, one body this way. Head to foot. Three different pillars. We work that thing. 
hate you. But are they in this? You got three bodies in this cast. Yeah. Well, you're probably going to need 10, Jay. You're probably going to need five on each side. A roller or something. Yeah. But but you saved some money, Jay. A dolly. It's like casket bunk beds for three people. Yeah. All right. I got a better idea. Go ahead. Let me in. I'll just put them in there and fold them. Thank you, Nev. Up next is my strawberry letter for today. You have the strawberry letter. My man wants to share his goodies. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on parenting, on dating, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, little Tommy. I mean, thank you, Tommy. Jeez, oh, that was tea. unnecessary. No, it, it, you're yeah. Said pop tea. Inside voice. Inside voice. Inside voice. You better get, get inside and say something to him. That's what you better. Tommy, what? Love you. Love you. Love you. All right. Uh, su- subject: My man wants to share his goodies. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 27-year-old female, and my man is slightly younger than I am. He's an underwear model for several online magazines, and that's why I fell for him. He has a really great body. His modeling has been an issue in our relationship because of all the raunchy comments he gets on social media. He loves the attention. He says it's all just for fun, and he never responds to the women and men that hit on him. The attention has really gone to his head. And he told me that while he was on a modeling gig last week, a producer approached him with an offer to get into the porn industry. Now that he's more confident in his body, he told me that he wants to try it and that he wants me to be okay with it because he could make a lot of money. I told him, hell no, he was not going to get paid to cheat on me. He keeps telling me that it's not like that. He said the sex is strictly business and there are no emotions involved. He thinks I'm being selfish and have old school thinking and I should have an open mind about it. I want to stand my ground with this because the modeling was a big problem for us. So I know porn will only make matters worse. And what do we do if and when people start recognizing him? He said he wouldn't be ashamed at all. 
I love him and could see myself marrying him, but not if he's okay with sleeping with other girls in front of a camera. I asked him if the tables were turned and I got an offer to, uh, to do porn, would he mind? This man hit the roof and told me there was a big difference. I don't plan on testing that theory because I would never have sex with another man while I'm with him on camera or not. I don't think this is normal. Please help. Well, I absolutely 100% agree with you. I don't think it's normal either, especially not for someone who claims they care about you and how you feel. And, and this bothers you so much. Uh, you know, seems like he would take that into consideration. I mean, modeling is one thing, but porn is something altogether different. Uh, you're having sex on camera with one or more partners. You're right. The attention has gone to his head. Um, you know, he says that, um, you know, a producer approached him to get into it and he wants to try it because of the money. And uh, you don't like it. He says it's strictly business and there are no emotions involved. Uh, that may be the case. I don't know, but I don't see how that can be the case. Uh, you know, that he won't be into it some kind of way. Um, you know, you're thinking about marrying this guy. I don't think this guy is marriage material. Not where he is right now. You're 27. He's younger than you. He's interested in doing porn for money. That's not what, who you want in a husband. You got to think about that. He will be having sex on camera with one or more partners, okay, at any given time. Uh, huh? I just said, how was work today, baby? Yeah, exactly. How was it work was today, baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm worn out. <laughs> it was hard today, baby. <laughs> Woo, what a day. But, you know, remember, though, in the third sentence of the letter, you said he was an underwear model with a great body, and that's why you fell for him. So that's why what a lot of other women are seeing, too. And he's into it. You said it yourself. The attention has gone to his head. He's, this guy is not marriage material right now. He, he's definitely not that. So get marriage off your mind. And if he does not change his mind about doing porn, uh, I think you need to uh, do away with this relationship. Get out of this relationship because I can see nothing but hurt from him in your future. Steve? Uh, this letter is really ridiculous. I don't even see why we why we reading it. It don't make no damn sense on no level. Nothing in here makes sense. You're 27. Your man is slightly younger. He's an underwear model. That's it. You're done? He, yeah. He modeled draws. <laughs> she said underwear. No. He's a draws model. Yep. But you, how heavy you want him to be? How <laughs> rich in the mind you think this boy finna be? He modeled draws. He take his shirt off and pull his pants down and he stand there and act like he ain't got drawers on. See, that's what uh, the key to underwear modeling hmm. is as you're standing there in your drawers is to stand and pose like you ain't got on drawers. Bro. You got to look like you got on slacks or some Bermuda shorts with some boat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? But wait a minute. That's now. how they stand there and look like they're on the top deck of a ship going some damn well. <laughs> One leg up, hand on their knee. Yeah. Close your legs, your nasty ass. Got them drawers on. Okay. And they read 
And let me tell y'all something. I'm tired of these men with these good-bodied models. That's what I was going to ask you. Y'all really need to let out-of-shape models (laughs) do these underwear underwear ads. Because, hell, we buy underwear, too. Okay. And we, we buy draws. a lot more underwear than little fine-ass dudes. I, I knew what I this draws, was about. Elastics come out nope. way more often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holes tear in them way more often. We're going to have part two of Steve's response, and I'll answer yours, uh, your question as well, Tommy, you when we come back. some other time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Subject, my start. man wants to share his goodies. We'll be back at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, oh, my man no, wants no to recap. share his goodies. <laughs> this woman dating is she 27, dating this young boy. That's an underwear model. He modeled draws. Now all of a sudden his modeling done become an issue. Because <laughs> all of the raunchy comments he get on social media. What you want the comments to be? He's standing there in his drawers. That's raunchy as it is. So all the comments, he can't go be raunchy. Ain't nobody looked at him and said, wow, nice tie. <laughs> you know why they ain't said that? Because he ain't got nothing on. Oh, he got on the draw. What is so, wrong with that? Right, Shirley, let me do my letter. I ain't bother you. I don't understand why you're mad. <laughs> That's because, you know, what What she tripping, what she thinks she had. Then she's going to write this letter. You ain't got nothing. <laughs> now, all, all uh-huh. the, uh, he loves the attention. He says it's just for fun. He don't never respond to the women and men that hit on him. The attention that gone to his head. He told me the why he was on the modeling gig last week. A producer, a producer approached him. He must have been in L.A. A producer approached him. <laughs> That's funny right there. Everybody out here, damn producer. Approached him with an offer for him to get in the porn. Now, you already got your draws. You just stand there in your draws. Now, you wants to work with no damn draws. Mm-hmm. Now, because once you get in the porno, you're going to find out you ain't, the big, you ain't the big dog on the block like you was when you had little draws commercials. They're going to have some boys come in that room and go scare you. <laughs> this ain't about draw. Sitting yeah. in there, man. Just sitting in there looking like a can of air fresh. Oh, okay. You standing up there it. with your little draws on. You need to keep your draws on. It's thick competition in them porno movies. <laughs> now he's more confident with his body. He told me he wants to try it. Mm. And he want me to be okay with it because he could make a lot of money. Could make a lot of money. Ain't no lot of money in porn, man. The people ain't rich. I just, I told him, hell no. Not going to be okay for him to get paid to cheat on me. He keep telling me it ain't like that. Here the key in the letter. He said sex is strictly business. Wow. I agree. That's what it's always been. Because <laughs> I'm in here trying to take care of my damn business. That's all it is. Yeah, boy. So that's what you thought you could tell your lady? You got to be out your rabbit mind. He said ain't no emotions involved. He thinks I'm being selfish and have some old school thinking. Uh, they're called values. Uh, they're called hopes and dreams. And that's not old fashioned. I should have an open mind about it. Now she said I want to stand my ground with this porn stuff because she wants to stand her ground because if modeling is a big problem, she know porn gonna take it, make it worse. And it will. Mm-hmm. And what we do 
And he said that it wouldn't shame at all. I love him, and I could see myself marrying him. Mm. Now, Shirley made a good point right here. You see yourself marrying who? <laughs> mm. This little boy that's got these drawers on, and now having the drawers on is too much? Mm. What, the drawers then got restricted? Now you wants to be free? And then all of a sudden, now you wants to sleep with a bunch of people for money. So I already know you returned to some of these raunchy phone calls. Because it done went to his head, lady. And if you know what I mean, it done really, really went to his head. So now, I asked him if the tables were turning. I got an offer to do porn, would he mind? This man hit the roof. Told me there's a big difference. Uh, Not when you're explaining it to somebody. It's not a big difference, soldier. I know what you're trying to say, but it is, it is the same thing. I don't plan on testing that theory because I would never have sex. Here's where I know this finna get crazy. This relationship is over. I would never have sex with another man while I'm with him. So, that's a good statement. That's a fair statement that the sister made. I would never have sex with another man while I'm with him. But if you carry your ass down there to shoot this porno movie and I ain't down there with you, where you think I'm gonna be? On camera or not. Mm. I don't think it's normal, please help. No, it's not normal. And you stupid for sitting up here even entertaining this foolishness. And it's time to let him go so he can go live his life. Because he's going to go do the porno. You you better believe that. Because it ran to his head. He think he's pretty. I done told women all the time. You better quit dating these pretty ass men. Get you a nice, regular ass looking dude. To somebody that just look alright. Like who? It's a good Like idea. all us on this show. No, 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 no. Oh, hold on. No, you won't. Uh, like everybody on this damn show, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you won't. I, I not, will not be Not ugly on the day before you. your birthday. Tommy. No, I I'm will not. You will I'm going to have to go with Team Steve on this one. Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ugly, Jay. Yeah. Not, you're not butt-ass ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you is booty ugly. <laughs> you kneecap What's ugly. What's the difference? Well, you pick any body parts. You, you back of the elbow. No, you're yeah. not butt ass ugly. Yeah, you know? but you back of the elbow ugly. <laughs> I'm not going to be ugly with y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Bible I'm says tender eye. You're not tender eye, okay? So. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, you're not attractive at all. <laughs> and I need to tell you this on your damn birthday. At all. <laughs> Listen, that's guys. my damn gift to you. The truth. Reality check. Hey, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here today with, uh, this is a comedy segment you call, Junior, When Did? What's that about? When Did. When Did. You know, we've been seeing a lot of things that have been happening. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know when it started. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when did kids get luggage? Luggage? You ever go to the they airport and see this little they baby in front it. of you? Oh, yeah. When did, remember, all my drawers was in the same luggage with my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> all my drawers was up against the Brazil. When did kids get luggage? When did it happen? Like, I don't know when it started. Uh huh. That's good. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did people start wearing house shoes everywhere? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm at yeah. church. Uh-huh. Somebody stepped out their house shoes to get to the altar and knelt. When you leave your shoes out here in church like that? <laughs> like, when, when did it happen? Well, no. Like, when did vegans get so outspoken? <laughs> what do you mean? You ain't never know who the hell was a vegan. Now they upset about everything. <laughs> you can't eat that. It had a mother. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Vegas is, I mean, when did all this stuff start? They speaking up now. They speaking up. <laughs> when did we just, never mind, just wearing ripped jeans? Remember, you used to get your ass whooped for your jeans being oh, toast? yeah. <laughs> now yeah. everybody jeans toast. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. am I looking at Dwayne's draws? <laughs> <laughs> just when did that start? Yeah. We just don't know did. when it happened. When did. Remember when people used to borrow money? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. they cash yep. happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For dinner. That's you need right. to ask. Remember, I cannot borrow was important. Yes. They yes. don't do that no more. They don't do none of that. When did mm. big guys just start showing their stomach with no results? You know, they don't they don't care. No remorse. They just the stomach just out. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did women just start wearing their stomachs out? Mm. Yeah, when did all of this happen? When when did white kids get comfortable saying the N-word to black kids? When did that start? Mm. Yeah. When did we start knocking our kids? When did that stop? <laughs> no, because my nephew is sitting up here making Fs at school, and we ain't been in school a week. When did this start? Mm. Just when did it happen? We wow. just don't know. Mm. We have to figure out when did that happen. Very That's what wind did. Very insightful. Mm. You start like thinking it. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your stuff, stuff's changed. Because no, no, when did it happen? Right before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you that another one. Okay. Here, here's one that, that everybody knows. This is something mm-hmm. we don't even know when this started. When? But remember when, when did wearing a jogging suit, remember when, when it meant you was going jogging? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now people wearing jogging suits ain't jogging no damn way. <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> that used to mean something. You got on a jogging suit, I can assume your ass was going jog. Now, 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 now your ass in drive throughs you, you ain't doing nothing with walking in it. Sleeping. I'm just saying. At work. Yeah. Now you, I'm in one right now. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand hand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, so what's something you and your significant other can't do without getting into an argument? 
Steve, here's an email from Jermaine, who's a loyal listener from Dallas. Uh, it says, Dear Steve, there are many things my wife and I love to do together, but one thing we cannot do together is to go grocery shopping. When I go to the store, I like to run in and out as fast as I can. When my wife goes grocery shopping, she likes to look and touch every item in the store, and it just leads <laughs> us to arguing. So, hey, morning crew. Most of you all are married. I'm curious. What do you guys and your spouses uh, avoid doing together because it always leads to an argument? Um, so, again, Steve, that was from Jermaine in Dallas. And we're going to start first. with you. Girls first. We'll start with Steve. Start with y'all. <laughs> y'all, it's you y'all scared, stuff. Tommy? Yeah, we started with y'all, and I hope it go. I hope it's long enough that we go to the break. Come on, we started with y'all. Starting with Steve. Let's start right here. Let me tell you what Let's it is. Go, Steve. Yeah, me and Marjorie, we can't sit down and watch no damn sporting event. None. Oh, not now one. Uh-huh. Oh, we're not finna argue about who ought to win or nothing like that. She don't know a damn thing. About no sports. Uh-huh. She don't know none of the rules. <laughs> Want to sit down and ask questions the whole damn time. I can't. Why you hollering? Because they, they scored. What did they score? A touchdown. <laughs> How many points is that? Six. Uh. Why they got seven? Because they kicked the extra point. Why they kicked the point? Because they got a touchdown. <laughs> Why they only got three? Because they kicked a field goal. How come they ain't get a touchdown? Because they didn't score the touchdown. <laughs> Who you hollering at, Steve? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Baby, I was in here watching the game. Oh, so you don't want me to watch the game with you? I said this. I thought I said it under my breath. No, That's what I thought I said. She heard that because she got mother hearing. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what mine is, but it's indirectly related to cooking. Like when we go Ooh, out. <laughs> like when we go out, like for instance, Saturday went out to my friends. Uh, they had a they had a party. My girlfriend celebrated her birthday. Whenever we go out to a party to someone's house, Nesto piles his plate when he gets to the food. Hell yeah! Why wow, you baby. think he wouldn't? Rightfully it's, so. It's embarrassing. But it's, it's embarrassing to me. And no. he goes back for seconds. Come on, boy. He hungry, Shirley. And, and, my, and my girlfriends are like, oh, Nesto, go ahead. Their husbands, man, come on. Eat what you want. All the t- That embarrasses me. So in the car, it is an argument. It is an argument on the way home. You <laughs> that exactly, damn hungry. Steve. And then he gonna mm. bring home a plate. Come on, boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Nesto. It's on the back seat. Somebody got to keep your weight up. Hey, Shirley, it's on the back seat, and it don't even move. It's so heavy. (laughs) Exactly, Steve. Were you there? Exactly. This is every time we go to a party. So you just that damn hungry? You going to eat that much food? Baby, I'm just at the party. Everybody else is eating. You ain't got to eat that much damn food now. His plate is piled just shame. up to the sky. All in here, all this food falling off your plate while you walking. Yeah, and then everybody yeah. in the party, come on, Nesto, it's okay. It's okay. Get you some food. Come, on, That's, that's eat, all you're going to eat? Eat. I'm like, mm. Then you sitting up there eating and crying. <laughs> what is you crying for? <laughs> yeah, it's because you got something to eat. <laughs> yeah. What is tears coming down your face for? Because <laughs> it's the, the Lord. moment he's having. He wants some seasoning. The Lord. 
I don't need no seasoning. Yeah. Everybody's all around him, you Make know. Make me sick. <laughs> Shreddy, I'll be shaming yourself. <sighs> oh, man. All right, so that's oh. mine anyway. <laughs> that's hey, well, look at the time. Hey, dog, make a plate. <laughs> Go on, take it to the house. Exactly. Yeah, they be talking about Shirley on the radio all the time. Go on, make yourself a plate, dog. They know. Oh, <laughs> I'm already Thank in the car. Thank you, Jesus. Take the pot, Nesto. We good. <laughs> you can bring him back later. Well, Tommy, you got out of it, doggy. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Coming up, more of uh, today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? 2020 has been a rough year for everyone. I mean, we're still here. Of course, we're still here. But it it had some moments. It really did. And we got to talk about um, just, you know, how we turn negatives into positives. Junior, you had you had some. How how did you go rogue in 2020? Tell us about it. You know, one thing I did, you know, I, I, I was in the house most of the year since March, you know, and that lonely feeling and stuff, you know, you get all that mm-hmm. stuff. I would just really literally get in my truck and just drive around, listen to some good music and change your yeah. whole mood. I mean, you don't have to just be in the house. You could be isolated, but I just right. ride, man, you know, I throw on some Isaac brothers. Then I jump over to some Jay Z. Then I would go back and forth, you know, then put my Jodeci on a whole well, Jodeci yeah, album. I'm wondering like, how you you're supposed to start yeah. off with Jodeci. Well, let me tell you something. This is what I learned. The whole Jodeci album, the first album, it is, if you just get on 25, it is exactly all 17 songs. Do you understand me? <laughs> just going around to 25. You better it count. Is exactly all 17 songs. <laughs> Go rogue, baby. Yeah, so that's how you can take a negative and make it a positive. Yeah. It was I love one of it. my rogue moments. I was like, yeah, I did this. And I'm back in the house, you know. You okay, Junior, it. I'm going to have, I'm going to make me a rogue moment, dude. I'm in Houston. I'm gonna do Beltway Eight and see what I what what album can I get? Oh, you gonna need a long album around. for the album, man. You gonna need a series <laughs> anthology. Yeah, an anthology, Junior. Right. Well, I'm gonna need a double album to go around the four five in, in L.A., man, because it's that's the long way around. Yeah, it is. All right, thank you guys. Coming up, more of the Steve Hold Harvey up. Morning Show. Hold up, go roll. Got to do it like right that. after this. It all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now, guys, it's time for something funny. So, Steve, Jay, Tommy, Jr., uh, you're here. Explain this, Jay. It's called Awkward Situations. Awkward Situations. We've all been in awkward situations. I'll set it up. I want the fellas to add to it. Here's one. Here's the first one. You with your boy. You and your boy riding. You decide to go pick up your girl. Mm -hmm. Now, he won't get in the back seat. He sits his ass in the middle. Awkward. Been there? He in the middle of me and my girl? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you just said? You just yeah, want no, that's not going to happen. Oh, we got to get his butt out the car, dog. He can't roll with us, man. You pull up, he scoot over. Yeah. <laughs> I know you ain't up under me, dog. You up under me? Why is your hands in your lap? <laughs> okay. okay. Awkward. Here's another awkward situation. You and your girl upstairs getting busy. Uh, just busy. Making noise. Yeah. You come downstairs. You thought her parents were gone. <laughs> oh hell no! Oh, awkward. That's crazy. That's awkward. Awkward. Oh, pop, you still here? <laughs> the in-laws. Your mama here? <laughs> but they looking upside your head. <laughs> yeah, they gonna look right up there. What you doing, to our baby? <laughs> 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 
What you doing to my baby? What you doing to my baby? Whoa. All right, here we go. Ooh, her daddy don't, don't never sound like I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> How come you don't sound like that? Like you know it. Julie, <laughs> <laughs> um, what you got? You got one? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, if you see somebody like that, when you come downstairs, you see her mother in it, what can you really say? <laughs> oh, Mrs. Smith, Lord. <laughs> Why? I thought y'all was leaving. How long y'all been here? <laughs> can I get Tom, you got one? <laughs> oh, man. All right, I got another one. There you go. You said something about somebody. You just talking major trash, and you thought the phone was off on mute. <laughs> oh, and they heard man. every damn thing. Oh, oh I didn't miss that mute button. Before. Yeah, I, I didn't done that. I, yeah, yeah, I have done that. Yeah. I have forgotten to hang up. Oh, God, God, dog. Especially man. on these smartphones. I got, a, I got an awkward situation. Okay, what? You ever lost? Somebody ever come up to you really upset and start crying? Mm-hmm. But they crying, but they got bad breath. Oh. oh. Now you crying. And you trying to <laughs> listen to them because you know something wrong. Uh-huh. But that breath is pushing you back. <laughs> hey. And you got to keep asking them what they said because they crying and you trying to get far away. Oh, what? Uh, Their mouth is open. Mm, yeah. You're not them Oh, yeah, man. them H's. Uh-uh. Wait, wait, what, Steve? What is it? Ha, ha. Hey, hey. What's wrong? Man, your breath can't be like that and you cry with your mouth open. Ha, ha, ha. All right, thank you. We will be back with closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. It was a good day. Yay, yay. Yeah, yeah. and we're not going to take up any more time, Steve, because people have been waiting for today's closing remarks, well, Junior. Well, you know, it's really yeah. uh, something that I was thinking about, and it started with how I was uh, assessing my own life. And then as I began to assess it, I started thinking about of how many people's lives are running a parallel course to mine. I mean, almost everybody. It really is almost the case for everybody. If you are a person that's seeking happiness or success, then you can relate to what I'm about to say to you. Because all of us, all of you, myself included, have faced moments where It just didn't go the way we planned. It just didn't go the way we thought, and it sure didn't go the way we had hoped, but it went anyway. 
And it happened to me last year. A couple of things happened that I, I, well, I had been forewarned of it, but I just, I didn't know it really. And then it happened. But like I've always said to you all, life is uh, 10% what happens to you is 90% what you do about it. So as I had these doors closed in my face and I began to pray about it and talk to God about it, I also found myself being uh, privy to what the haters were saying and what the internet was saying and what so-called friends of mine would go, man, you all right? Man, your show gone. You all right? You going to be okay, man? They say they took that in a little big shot. They say, man, it's over, man. You, man, you, man, you going to be all right through all this here? Here's what I realized and I want to share with you. And you can run your life and I'm sure you can relate to what I'm saying. Those people who were writing me off, those people who have written you off, those people who say you're finished, those people who think there's no way you can rise from this one, they got to know this, that this that we are living is a movie. And the thing about a movie, it has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. But this movie called Life That We Are In, the only end to this movie is when our life is over. Until our life is over, the movie is constantly being constructed. Now here's the beautiful thing about this movie we in. This movie has only one writer. The script writer to this movie is God. He is the one who controls the script to your life. But here is the catch to it. You are the director. See, the director makes choices in a movie. The director decides what's the mood, what's the tone, what's the flavor, how we're doing this, what's our motivation. When we talking to the actors, we give them the motivation for it. Well, if you got a director that wants to give you the positive information, which you are the director of the movie, what the script says, the, 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 the pitfalls, the trials and the tribulations in the movie, what the script says, it's okay. It's just the 10% that's happening to you. It's you got to do the 90%. You got to keep doing the movie because God is the architect and the author of this movie. Nobody else. The haters are merely movie critics. All their job is to do is one thing find something to criticize about the movie. They don't even mention the good parts of the movie. They ain't there for you when you went in in the movie. They not there for you when things go well in your movie. They are there for one reason only, to criticize. They are the movie critics. Why, how else would they have a position if they wasn't the critic? What would they do? The critic's job is to criticize, find something wrong. They not the movie helpers. They're not the movie uh, go-getters. they the movie critics. That's all a hater is. And they don't even write the good stuff. You got to keep doing the movie. My Heavenly Father, your God is the writer of this movie. And in this movie, there won't be some ebb and flows. You got a beginning, you got a middle. 
All you got to do is keep doing the movie. You're the director. You have the choices. When you blow a scene, all you got to do is get with the writer, come up with the next script, rewrite the next scene. You can actually pray to the creator who is the architect and the writer of this movie just called your life you can either pray and get direction you can pray and get consultation you can pray and get guidance and you know how to direct the scene for the next one even if you blow a scene it ain't over all you got to do is keep watching the movie keep in mind now Movie critics only have one job. That is to criticize. But what they got to do and what they going to end up doing is what everybody else going to be doing, y'all. They going to keep watching the movie. You going to show up somewhere else in another scene and what they going to say then? Oh, they get church mouse quiet then, don't they? The critics of your movie get real quiet when you shining. When God raise you up and show you out again, where the critics at then? I ain't no, oh Lord, they church mouse quiet then. You got to keep watching the movie because the movie ain't over, man. The writer of this movie is your heavenly father and you are the director. Don't worry about them critics, man. Keep watching the movie. You might mess around in the next scene. You're looking real good. I know I have. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 